I'm Captain Kirk. Ladies and gentlemen, may I present the winners of the 74th Annual Hunger Games. We want a man in black. I'm the doctor, by the way. What's your name? Rose. Nice to meet you, Rose. Run for your life. My name is Optimus Prime. I am the Futus of Borg. Resistance is futile. Yes, a Jedi's trick flows from the Force. But beware of the dark side. It's got a nice ring to it. I mean, it's not technically accurate. It's, it's a gold titanium alloy. I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. This is a uh, Cole, and you're listening to Trex and Sci-Fi. Hello, folks. It's Rico, and you're listening to Trex and Sci-Fi. Yes, believe it or not, you you probably knew that. Anyway, <laughs> this will be podcast five fifty. Eight? God, I, I don't even know why I number them anymore. 558 for <laughs> October the 11th, and I have Chris Clemente on Skype with me for today's show. Hello, Chris. Good evening. Good evening. We are a few weeks away from that, but good evening to you as well. <laughs> yeah, not not too far. Not, not too, too far. far. I mean, I, yeah, I, I'm just realizing because Halloween weekend is when I'm going to go to Austin Comic-Con this year. Um, and it's like only three weeks, literally three weeks from today. So yeah, it's yeah. it's crazy. I, 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 I what happened to summer? You know, although you said you live in Florida, so you, you you're probably happy for it to just be a tad cooler, right? It, it really is. The humidity's just sort of eased off. I mean, it's still kind of warm, but just not. You as guys like, still at ninety? You're not still at ninety? Nah, no, we're in the eighties. Okay, uh, yeah. So I mean, and hopefully. So get this: know, we might hit freezing this weekend. Hit the oh. freezing point over the or at night at least, not during the day, but at night. So. No, I mean we we generally stay in the eighties through October, usually like around my birthday, which is the twenty fourth. Yeah, it starts to get a little bit better. Um, and you know by November we're kind of hanging out upper seventies. You know, yeah, you guys get into that sweet weather that everyone wants yeah. to be living in at that time of year. Yeah, know? and that's why they all come here and destroy our roads. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's we just walking, have the weather. The for, Walking Dead is to, real to destroy her. <laughs> the Walking Dead is in. They're in uh, Florida. They're, they're down in Florida. Sarasota, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> hey, by by the way, the the Fear of the Walking Dead show at by yeah. the end of the last episode, nah, yeah. not so bad. You know, yeah, it wasn't that great. It was, yeah. I don't feel. I don't think that it was worth the. the trouble. Well, you got a problem with the whole thing to begin with. Is the fact that you got another zombie show, no matter how different you make it. And, yeah. and then I've also heard that that they're gonna push it i don't think it's going to go like this showed of course the early days that people don't know uh of the outbreak so and i think yeah. they may shift the timeline from what i've heard and read to to a, to a degree whether that happens next season or or when i don't know it was only what six episodes they five, did it was like six, i think it was six five or six it was six and um it's like by the so way that's not where our main subject is but we'll get no, to that in a minute no, don't talk about that show 
Um, it's like these these two shows exist apparently in a world where nobody ever saw Night of the Living Dead or Dawn of the Dead. People are so confused. Well, <laughs> I mean, actually, so, I think they pick it up pretty quick in this one. No, now. what I mean is like or what do you if mean? you were watching the news and like the cops shoot a guy and he gets back up. <laughs> Oh, I know. Like, well, yeah. Oh my God, it's a zombie. Of course, that's what that. I don't is. remember if you how many. I know you watched a couple of these episodes, but did you get to? Did you see the episode with the the teenage kid who knew basically? You know. Oh yeah. Yes. Well, it's zombies time coming. You know. So they yeah. did throw that in there a little bit. You know? Yeah, but not. Re- it's not. I the mean, adults to me, like, totally w- were in denial for the most part until it started to really get in their face. So. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like on the regular Walking Dead, even it just seems like nobody's ever like said, "Gee, it's kind of weird," you know. I grew up watching these movies. You know what I mean? Like, those, like zombie movies is a thing. You know? Yeah. So well, you've seen the movie like Zombieland, right? You've seen that, okay. and there's another that. zombie thing coming out. Another one. Oh, what is it? It's something like Boy Scouts fight zombies or something. I saw a trailer for it the other day. Um, but but they they touch on that in some of these zombie things. Where basically like you've got a got, and it's usually teenage kids. Oh, yeah, I know exactly what to do when zombies are around because I've seen all this stuff in games right. and movies or whatever. But anyway, so that show's over. Stuff. We get the real one back this weekend, and uh, you yeah, know, which, which, which was so intense and so good last season. I, I just uh... – all right, but the main topic, not, not zombies, not Halloween, not quite yet, but is Girl. going to – Chris and I are going to talk about Star Trek. Hey, there's a surprise. But what we're going to do, mm-hmm. something a little different, going to be just ta- a, a chat – Nothing about a specific episode or a movie or anything like that, or how much the J.J. Abrams Trek movies are awesome. <laughs> we just spent a half hour talking about that before the show, but well, yeah, it's not it's not for broadcast. <laughs> not for broadcast. That'll be put into the vault. Uh, so, <laughs> but no, we are going to do something that I heard on another podcast a few weeks back, uh, Geek History Lesson, I think it was, and which is a cool show. Check it out. But what we're going to do is we're both going to select what I would say like is the um, we'll call it our our picks for a Star Trek crew or the best Trek crew. uh, uh, However we want to say this, Uh, basically, the idea is to pick characters from all the Star Trek series. We're going to kind of leave the movies alone, although most of that's the same anyway, unless you count the J.J. movies. Uh, But... um, so we've got a list of 10 different like crew positions that we're going to go through and we're going to pick a character from one of the series for each position. Does that make sense? Did I say that right? Uh, <laughs> is that, is that how much. I explained it to you, I hope? <laughs> there was rules. There was well, there are rules. rules. Yes, I'll, I'll go through the rules, I guess, so people know. I, I guess we don't <laughs> need to keep that secret. Right. Well, I, I, I wanted to put down the rules. Actually, the rules were more for me um, almost in a way, but it was also to sort of get some variety in the list. Yeah. So I think uh, I only put out a couple of things. One was I wanted at least uh, each of us to pick uh, at least get one character from each of the, what do we have, five series, right? Yes. Uh, so five Trek series, we were supposed to, out of the 10 positions, get at least one from each series in there and not more than three. So, which I guess would still be possible with five series and 10 positions. You could have picked three for something and then still gotten your five, you know, other quota, that, you know. So that was, the, what, what else did I say, Chris? Were there other rules than that? Was that most of it? That was that was the gist. 
Yeah, the gist. Uh, I think so. he said if you want, you can take somebody that's not in Star Trek if you really want to. But th- that doesn't. Oh, did really I text seem... you that today? Well, what I meant to say, it wasn't so much not in Star Trek. It was. It was someone. It was two things. One, you didn't have to be in Starfleet. Okay. Gotcha. And also, that's... you could swap positions. Like if you really I think, uh, I think I wrote you something. Like I said. If you really think Sulu should be, you know, Captain Sulu, you could do that if you wanted to. Well, of course. He saved oh Captain Oh, my. <laughs> Isn't that Star Trek Six, or as I call it, Captain Sulu. Breaker apart. <laughs> what, was that it? Breaker apart, then. Flyer apart. No, flyer apart. Flyer apart, then. Yeah. She'll fly yeah. apart, sir. Well, then flyer apart. Yeah. Yeah, Sulu is a badass in that movie. He is. He is. He is a very, very, uh, yeah, Star Trek Six, great movie. So, okay, so that was kind of the ground, laying the groundwork. And most of the positions are pretty known. I threw in a couple of oddball things just to make it kind of interesting as well. But they're typical typical roles you see on a, a shipboard type show. Mm-hmm. So with that, uh, I guess the, the, the best way to do this is like any kind of a list. And here I figure I'm doing a list, and I always say I don't like lists. but uh, <laughs> You don't like lists. And I'm going to already give you a caveat lists. out for my list and say I just kind of like went with it. This is I could probably, if I did this five more, you know, spent ten more minutes on it, I could come up with five different versions of this. So my mm-hmm. list I'm already going to throw out is just kind of like, yeah, this looks like a fun group. So, uh <laughs> I'd party with this group. So that is the what we're going to do. And I guess to start us off with, we'll go backwards. So we'll go in reverse sort of rankish type things. Right. Rankish. Is that is that the right? Am I using it the right way? Or is rankish is like when feet. you have like leftover pizza from three weeks ago in your fridge. Uh, so. <laughs> All right. So to get us going here, the, the at the end of the list or the bottom of the list, we'll call it – I threw out like a, a role of just a general crew person to basically to allow us to pick pretty much anyone from any series, maybe a character that we found interesting that we think might fit some gaps in the in the lineup that we might need or something like that. So I think in most of these, Chris, I'm going to let you roll off your name first and then uh, tell me a couple of things, I guess, uh, of reasons why you picked that person. And then I'll and then I'll offer up my name and, and tell you that you're wrong with your your pick. <laughs> All right. So this is where so this is the only place where I misunderstood you and your rules. Um, I thought that I could pick somebody not in Star Trek. So okay. Well, trying. go with it. Hey, that you know what? Just, We're doing it right on fun. the fly here. We we have a new rule for, here. Here we go. We can so go with non non Star Trek. Okay. I like it actually. This is the only one. This is and I was just kind of goofing off. Um, I'm goofing off on as you are wont to do. Yeah, I know. I'm. I'm not. So I just picked Guy, crewman number six, because I thought that you know he'd be it'd be funny to see him on a Star Trek ship from uh, you know crewman number six from uh, Galaxy Quest. Oh, from Galaxy Quest, yeah, played by what's that guy's name? He was in Iron uh, Man. Yeah, uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, who was awesome, um, awesome in that movie um, Moon. By the way, if people haven't seen it, oh, that's such a good movie. It is a good movie. So you know, I just thought that he was he was funny because like. Uh, that's a great know, pick yeah that that is a uh, good pick yeah i love his character because like if you've been to a convention you've seen that guy trying to get autographs oh yeah he's like the lower decks people he he's yeah. he's like you know uh, ensign such and such from episode whatever who will be at a convention in 20 years yeah you're like huh i don't even hmm <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> so or, yep, I thought yep. that it was cool at the end of that movie that he got he was was he like the security chief or something it was yeah like, I think so 
Yeah. And it was, you know, it was pretty Guy Rock Ingersoll or something. But Oh, um, I want to watch that again. I just got it on Blu-ray, too, and I just haven't had a chance really to watch it. So, uh, Patrick maybe, Stewart loves that movie. Maybe after this. Has he? Wh- when did that ever come up? In an interview sometime? I was listening to it. Pat- Patrick Stewart was on the interview circuit. Um, he was on the Stern Show. Yeah. And also on... Somehow Mark, they got onto uh, Galaxy Quest or just the whole... Mark Maron. Fact- no, I think we talked about it in Mark Maron's podcast. Um, he was just talking about how he really... Loved that movie and thought it was a, it was brilliant. You know, he just thought it was really funny. And yeah, I, I don't know how, I it was a great idea up. for a, for a movie. You know, that it just parodied things and and just it was just yeah, cool. So that's Mike Crewman, and I think that it would be kind. Of, you know, you, you know, you always need comic relief. Yeah, yeah. All right, awesome. Uh, now I want to throw a, a non Trek person into into my list, which I may do here on the fly at some point, but not for this, um, not for this position. For my general crew person. I I picked a character that I always kind of liked and I wish they would have done a lot more with. And there was this potential that they could have done a lot more with her character, but they didn't. And so I picked Ensign Rowe. Yeah. For, yeah. for, for uh, just, I just really liked the fact that she was just this kind of like, can I say the word bitchy? You know, <laughs> I, I, you know, I, it, I just like the fact that she just defied, you know, them a bit. You know, she pushed the envelope. She she was her own person, and I think you need people like that in, in every type of situation. I think you need people who think for themselves, and <clears throat> yeah. but still get the job done. And you know, I hate yes men and yes women or whatever you want to call them. So yeah, I liked her character a lot. Michelle Forbes, fantastic, great on Galactica. So uh, yeah, yeah, I know she had one of the best. Uh, scenes where like she was gonna you know where she uh, wanted to execute you know his crew people oh yeah, yeah. and then you know they, they had that nice cool face off where he's on the phone saying you know you know yep. they're getting their fighters ready to launch at each other yep it was just very she was she's great as a as sort of a bad guy or and she was actually one of the best parts i don't know if you saw any of it you probably didn't but they did this little superpower tv show called powers uh, on the playstation it was only it was on the p my son has a ps4 i didn't watch it though so i mean i heard it was kind of it was okay it was interesting okay, yeah, i've great. only read an issue or two of the comic but anyway the the point i was just trying to say she was on that uh as a a, a superhero this the cool thing about that is, is she was this longtime superhero, and she was sort of frankly tired of the whole thing. Um, <laughs> and but she was great on that as well. So yeah, I like Ensign Rowe. Ensign Rowe like had some really, you know, the the few episodes that she did have. <clears throat> and you know, the reason that she kind of disappeared was I think that she was supposed to that they were going to write her as the Kira character for DS Nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she was going to be that, and and that I didn't th- pan out for some reason. I right, I, I think what I'd heard is that Michelle Forbes couldn't do it, so they basically oh. created another Bajoran character who's angry, who's, angry, <laughs> who's bitchy. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, yeah, she um, that would have been a pretty cool. I I, I like I said, I always, <clears throat> first of all, when I was younger, I had a crush on Ensign Rowe. So, uh, hey, I, not a bad I, choice. So, yeah, she's nice looking and. Um, uh, yeah, she's cool. I mean, she like the last episode she had, I thought was really good, where she came back to the Enterprise and they sent her off to uh, infiltrate the Maquis, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I think I'm just gonna stay here." Okay. Yep, yep. I hear you. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so, so like that's her. my uh, general crew person, just because I think she would, you know, she would what work. She would be the one to to speak out at certain times. And but would you she want to be a crew person? <laughs> well, I, I'm just using that as a general term. Just she, just as um, a let's just call her someone as part of the crew. 
who yeah. could who could probably fill a variety of positions actually. Oh, so what you're saying is not necessarily somebody that's a crew person in rank, but right? I was just thinking that... of just a wild card. I think on Secondary. the the geek history lesson they called it a wild card. Like just pick anybody who you think would fit good uh, with this. So yeah, I, I I think she's a solid character. I, I, yeah. I definitely uh, would put her on any crew. I'd put her on any crew, yes. Just so I get to look at her. <laughs> Stand a little there, a little to the left. No, okay, now turn so I can... No, she there. looks, and even now, I mean, she's probably, what, about 50-something? She looks really good. I mean, she's she's a nice-looking woman. Yep, yep, no no Sorry. question. Well, I, well, I well we both, I think, watched seasons. True Blood. She was on there for a season, yes, too. she was. So, she was uh, in the second season. That was a pretty weird season. It was. She was still, uh, yeah. I'll, like, I'll pretty she, much watch her act in anything, though. Because, I, I, again, I, if you ever get a chance to watch that Power Show, I, I'd give it a shot and I, just for her. And they are doing another season of it, I read. So, yep. uh, all right. Next up, we'll go to the position... Um, I threw out just sort of a bridge person, basically a, a helmsman slash and or navigator, somebody who sits there, you know, flies the ship around, maneuvers the ship, does whatever the captain tells him, goes, you know, that away. Mm. Uh, hey, go that away. So, <laughs> so what'd you pick for this spot? Could you be more specific? Captain? Could you be more specific? <laughs> um, all right. So this was a tough one. Um, well, you got a lot of choices, and, truthfully. Yeah, there was a lot of choices because yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, been I mean, you got I, probably I mean, like two for each series in, in most yeah, cases. Yeah, you have Jordy for TNG and Wesley. Yeah, Jordy and then actually there was had the, a yeah. You know, various you know Ensign Rager, Ensign Gates on TNG. There was some really they had some interchangeable. Oh my God, engines. you even know the names of those people who would just sort of slip in and fill in. And uh, I am uh, dork. Um, and we then, prefer the uh, term nerd. Enterprise, you had Mayweather, and um, yep. he was about it. And then in the, on DS9, I mean, like Nog and Dax flew the Defiant, I think. No, was it Nog and Dax? And, uh, Mostly. Dax? Well, well, Dax died. And once that, yeah, once Chad Z died. That, that varied a lot. Dax was sometimes over at the science station. Yeah. You know, they, that, they didn't keep that all tight. You're really, right. Sometimes always. Kira, I think, even did it. Yeah, yep, she did. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, um, on Voyager, it was basically just one guy. But yep. so, and it was kind of tough. So I just, I just decided to go with the classic. I went with uh, Mr. Sulu uh, because because well, he really is. You know, he set the standard. And I mean, if I was gonna, I mean, you know, and I he's like, good with a sword. You know, so that's helpful right. times. You know, you never know when you're gonna be need to need to be good with a sword. So you know, when I you went drop with Sulu down to a mining platform. You know. And, uh, because it's okay to be decay. <laughs> it's so, okay to be decay. So I wanted to include Sulu. And I mean, plus, you, you need somebody there who does that little turn. You know that little turn look that he always does in the original series. That I think was basically that that clip was reused about. Um, you know, oh, where he turns and looks back at the, ca- the yep, captain. Yep. Yeah. When something would be going on in the screen, he'd give him that look, like, "Uh oh, what's going yeah, on." That's like the, I think did Wesley do that in TNG a lot? I don't I think like, so. I don't think I don't think they really uh, match that ever again. Really, I don't think I'm trying to, trying to think even in 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 new JJ Trek if uh, if he does that. I think he has a couple of times. I'll have to watch for that. Mr. Sulu, could you please keep your eye you know <laughs> eyes on the road? <laughs> I think in the in the one where the warp doesn't work right away and they get a little slowed down. Yeah, it, he may he may have given give a turn back. But um, all right, good good pick, good pick. It was it was definitely one that I was thinking of that pop, popped around. But I went with just because I went with somebody else, not Sulu, even though I'm mm-hmm. you know obviously a big big TOS fan. And uh, yeah, but uh, 
I went with somebody else because I like the character a lot, and he's a damn good pilot. And he showed it with the Delta Flyer and at other times. So I went with Tom Paris from Voyager. Yeah, he I, was actually. I liked him you know, being, uh, he's kind of a bad boy, especially in the early seasons, and I like that. And, and, and you know, he he had his little billiard place in the holodeck, and I like that. So, uh, yeah. and, he, and he's one of the few characters that kind of ends up getting the girl. So, That's uh, a good point. Yeah, so he's, uh, and, and, you know, he was always, you know, pretty much in a tight spot. He was pretty useful. He was, he had some medical training, too. You could use that at times, so... Uh, yeah, that's a good. Yeah, and I think the 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 thing about him in a character like uh, Mayweather is they seem to really enjoy like being a pilot or whatever. So I get it. I like the, I like the, you know, Voyager's not my favorite series, but I think that you know that's a good choice. I mean, I actually have Voyager people on my list, so it's not. Well, like you that. should. You got to have at least one, and I know it's I Catherine before. Janeway. Never mind. All right, moving on. <laughs> uh, Maybe you don't know yet. I don't know. You, I don't you know. You can't judge my list. You, you went co- totally like you went like George Costanza on uh, Seinfeld, and you did opposite day, right? You picked everything right. like I'm just good when I was going to go right. I'm going to go left. Yeah. Well, yeah. The jerk store called, and they're running out of you. Okay. <laughs> so All right. What are we- what All right, so next? next up, we'll go to. I'm going to go to communications next. We'll go you to. Have, you didn't. You didn't give me that. I sure I did, didn't I? Whoa! I, no, no, you didn't oh, give me communications. I did. What, did I call it something different? All right, I'm going to pull up the list that I emailed to you. Yeah, because I didn't pick anybody for that. Oh crap! We'll pick one quick, or I'll, I'll give you my first. Yeah. You didn't you see? You look at the email. Uh, no, I'm looking you, right at the email. Oh shoot! I didn't. All right, sorry. We'll let you. Can well, you think up. about it while I do mine. How about that? I'll give you it. Well, well, anyway, I, I can. I can. I'll pick it right now. Com officer. I got it. Go ahead. Did you want to? Are you going to edit that or? No, 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 okay. no. It's fine. It's it's <laughs> like it's live. Tell you what, I'll, I'll even give you a second or two. Let me do mine first for for fun. Anyway, I got it though. I can go. No, I want to go now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. Hoshi. I picked Hoshi just because I I think, I think, you know, her, I thought it was very cool that they pulled someone who was a comm officer who was, had a natural fluent, not fluency, a natural uh, affinity is the word I want to use for languages. Mm -hmm. It made a lot of sense, especially in an early days of early Starship, Universal Translator wasn't working all that great. Uh, I loved, I wish they had done more with showing some of the scenes where she was teaching and probably a little influence since my wife is a is a language teacher, so right. uh, so I picked Hoshi from Enterprise. So you go ahead now. All right. So communications. Did you pick one for command? <laughs> well, uh, because I I was supposed to be working when I was doing my list, and I must have missed it. But since I'm going to pick right now, since you took the cho- my choice, and oh, I'm no, you can pick to... the same choice. No, I don't yeah. want to do that because then it's no fun. So I am. You were going to do that. Hoshi though, weren't you? Right. I was because for the same reasons I found yeah, her. Yeah, it was made sense. It makes sense. Yeah, and I liked. I actually liked the fact that that Hoshi, um, she did not really want to be in space all that much, and was kind of scared. Oh yeah, by you're it. right. That's a good. That's a fun fun part of her quality too. She was like you the know? McCoy a little bit, where where she's just like, I really don't want to be out here. <laughs> so I am going to pick. <laughs> So I've got two comic relief. So what we know about communications officers, you know, they get calls in, right? Yeah. You know. So I'm going to pick from the episode uh, a Starship Mine Commander Hutchinson, call me Hutch, who likes to do small talk, um, <laughs> so that when he gets the calls, 
it may take a long time to get them because he's going to tell some stories while he's answering. That's me. funny. That's a good <laughs> good pick. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Nice. I love that. That is probably a top five scenes in the next generation. Is that whole thing where Data and him are doing their small talk because Data's yeah. learning small talk. So then Riker, you know, aims the two of them at each other. Yeah, and they're just walking around the room. You know. Yeah. No, that's know, a good, 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 good. Uh, seat of your pants pick too by the way nice nice move I there you know you, you not only had to pick communications quickly uh, uh but then you you had Maybe. to divert and go off of the uh you know because i didn't put the you know not, thanks for you know but i didn't put the rule in that if we picked one you couldn't pick that one because that wouldn't really easily work unless you could pull something out of your pants like that Let one me tell you something rico the fact that i could go into my head and go <laughs> Nerd. What was that guy? Nerd. Okay, Commander Hutchison, call me Hutch. Yes, in the episode uh, Starship Mine. Mine uh, yes, which, by the way, is top twenty TNG. Great it is episode. a great episode. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. It's a lot of really fun. is. All right, so we got that one done. <laughs> Chew. Woo. Okay. That, might that might throw a, a little cool interlude here in a little break, uh, a little music interlude here uh, for the people because boy, they need to come back from that one. But next up. <laughs> Next up, let's do, I threw in, I just threw the word, I put the word down, alien. Because I figured, there's a lot of aliens in Star Trek, right? Come on, there's a lot of aliens. So, it could be an alien who'd been on a ship, it could be an alien they ran into in one episode, anybody that you want. Uh, So, who did you, what did you, what alien would you like to see aboard the ship that you're building here, or whatever? This is actually one of them. This alien is a is two aliens, and it's one of my favorite characters that they've ever done on Star Trek. Um, if they would have continued on with Ooh, the I show, I think I know what you're picking. I think if they would have continued on with the show with this alien. I think it would have been a really cool choice. I picked Tuvix. Ah, I yes, Tuvix. I love that character. It was a very so they, much they did, better than Tuvok alone or Neelix. And Neelix, it's just you know, so it's cool, like, so interesting. Now, I mean, I like those other characters too, especially Tuvok. But yeah, but I love Tuvix. I would love him because he had a cool uniform. It was like you know Neelix. He had the Neelix stuff on the top, and like well, you just got to go to that planet that duplicates you when you transport, and then you create a new one. Or <laughs> the whatever. Riker one. Yeah, the Riker planet. So. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought that was like the first thing that came to mind. Like you said, alien, and I was kind of like, "Well, is that me on the ship?" And I mean, I, I get what you're saying. It could have been anybody. I'm like, I just picked that. I just love that. Um, I love that episode and that character. And really, Janeway murders him. It's terrible. Yes. Anyway. Yeah, you know, for everything that people say about Janeway, or not Jane, well, Janeway is part of it. But I mean, for everything that say, people say about Voyager at times, they had some pretty cutting episodes like that where they the moral choices were were difficult you know that they, they they did that quite often so i i you know hats off to them on that a little bit so that was an early that was an early episode too yes it was i think it was season or season one one yeah, yeah impressive episode really for season one all yeah. right so good good pick great pick probably better than my pick in a way because mine's kind of on the boring side truthfully <laughs> so an alien and i love vulcans and T'Pol is who I picked, yeah. just because I think I think she'd be useful in a lot of different ways on the ship. And there are other roles here that I was tempted to put her in, but I couldn't for other reasons. We won't save yet. <laughs> but anyway, uh, so T'Pol, and you know, I just liked having a, a 
full Vulcan, even though she was a little messed up at times. But the the early days of Vulcans on starships, I, I like that aspect of what she had to deal with and, and figure out and stuff. So that's who I picked for that. Although okay. a close, close runner-up would have been Shran from Enterprise. I just would have oh, loved yeah, to have Shran seen. Would have been trans. He was a close runner-up. I would have loved to have them did, done if they had done another season or two of Enterprise. I would have loved for him to end up being like part of Starfleet and end up on the Enterprise or something. Yeah. I think that would have Shran been or pink skin. I mean, any Jeffrey Combs character. Give me Wayun one two. Oh, three. there's a ton that would have been great on on uh, DS9 too, like Garrick. Brunt. You know, Brunt. <laughs> yeah, Brunt. Uh, let uh, me do your taxes, uh, but. Uh, yeah, I love Jeffrey Combs. Jeffrey Combs. Oh yeah, uh, he is he is, is terrific. He is reanimator. Uh, he, he he was uh, you know every episode that that Tran and and you know now that I think about it, I wish I would have picked him, but I got to go with my first pick. So I agree. I but every episode that he was in, he just made that much better. You know the episode. I want to put to Paul on my list too. Um, All right, but... so uh, so that was my alien crew person, and okay. or for the crew, we'll call it. Uh, all right, so next up, now we're getting down to the biggies, I guess we'll call it. Uh, we've got six more to go here. <laughs> next up, we'll do the engineer, chief engineer, we should say, All right. for our uh, our crew. So what do you got for chief so engineer? So this was very tough because it, the engineers are usually some of my favorite characters. They um, are. They are really interesting, so and I there's some good variety, too. There's some good variety to them as well. I, you know? I agree, and, you know, it's hard not to love most of them. I mean, yeah. really all of them. I mean, except for I'm not a Bolana fan. Um, but that's that's like that's just because she's bitchy. Come on. No, I just think that her character is just not that interesting. Um, I think she so got pushed went, into a corner a bit. The I think character I, I, that yeah. really sh- shown for me on this show, and and I picked him because I just always loved him, no matter even though he was goofy. I loved. I picked Tucker from Enterprise. All right, Catfish and Warp speed yeah, and warp drive because i yeah. just loved like first of all <clears throat> he was the character on the show that really made it feel to me like it was pioneering almost like that he was sort of you know a lot of rubber you know a lot of just running by the seat of his pants getting trying to in get there getting his work. getting grease on his hands yeah. you know I mean, sticking his hands I, into the engine yeah mm-hmm. i mean it, it could have been i mean it was it was a close thing i actually just said you know i just i i mean enterprise he was close you know, for me on mine too yeah i didn't I pick loved, him but I he was loved, close um, you know, Enterprise, you know, is divisive. Well, at least it was at the time. I think people seem to like it more now than they did when it was on the air. Yeah, well, uh, because that's all they got to watch anymore. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I, I never yeah, watched I, Enterprise, and there's no Star Trek, so let me watch it now. <laughs> yeah, back then, remember people just tore that show apart. and um, Yeah, and I don't know why, because it, you know, really it, it, was, it was a little rough at the start, but, man, it, it, got, it got good fast, in my opinion. And I think, so, that, I think it had really, in my opinion, some of the best cast too i mean all the shows to me the cast has been great but i i just like the way they work together too so i like tucker and i'm gonna say well you know if they're gonna go back in time let's pick the guy that uh he did that thing between the with men with the two ships and he went through i mean you know oh yeah yeah anyway he's and he's a really uh, to me was always the most interesting character on the ship Oh, he's a working engineer too you had i think he had a good feel that he was actually getting in there and doing stuff you know, yes. there, there's and and that's what Enterprise was sort of about too. So that that's part of the show a little bit is that, you know, they're getting under the hood there. They're not just tapping, you know, touch pads on a screen. And I so, like their warp core too. I thought it was a really cool design. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. It looked, good, good yeah. pick. Good pick. Okay. Definitely. Uh, I mean, I have a lot of fondness for Enterprise. You know, the, even when it was airing, I, I was just devastated. You know, it was like, come on, why are you canceling this? It's so good now. Especially oh, yeah, the last couple, was, was you know. Ridiculous. Yeah, All right. So, yeah, by that point, you're right. I mean, everybody had, like, run for the hills. So uh, <laughs> if they can't get the regular Star Trek fans to watch a show, they're in trouble right there. So. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So probably mine's going to be an easy guess. I had to pick Scotty. Yeah. I, I, you probably could have guessed that. I, mean, I had picked I crossed it off just because I'm like, I want there to be variety with our list. Yeah. And I know you're a TOS fan. I said... Real yeah, I, I'll admit mine's a little TOS heavy. I mean, I'll admit yeah. I, I I went to the limit. I think <laughs> so. But I mean, it's really hard not to pick Scotty. Like it I is. Picked, it was like almost like not even a second thought that I. Wrote it is. Scotty down. He's a miracle so, worker, right? You know. But I, I, mean, I mean, there's between, a lot to be said for all the others. I mean, Jordy Jordy was great. O'Brien. You know, and O'Brien. Yeah, O'Brien would have been a great pick too. I actually was between O'Brien and so I crossed off Scotty because I'm like, no, I mean, Scotty is too easy. So he I is, he up. is, and I, I, but I, I couldn't deny it. You know what I mean? Yeah, there, there's like, you know, I, I just couldn't not pick him. I mean, he, he did so many uh, groundbreaking things on the on the original show. You know, time travel to, to just mention one. You know, cold start, warp startup. I mean, you know, when all the other characters did that, and he was accused did, of murder. Yeah, you know, what are you going to do? There's a girl belly dancing. What are you going to do? So, and he liked to get drunk and read technical manuals. Exactly. It gave me a chance to catch up on my technical journals. Uh, yeah, and he, and he hates Klingons, so come on. So, uh, so yeah, I had to pick Scotty. So there's not much more to say about that one, probably. Daddy, you think you'd want to rephrase that? Yeah. <laughs> I didn't mean to say that the Enterprise should be hauling garbage. I meant to say she should be hauled away as garbage. Oh. Yeah, I love that. That's a that's. I mean, that episode is goofy, but I do love the scene where. Ah, oh, it's so great though. It's, it's so like, great. He said that he 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 called. He says you are a tin-plated dictator with dreams of grandeur, and that's so when you hit the Klingon because he insulted the Enterprise, not because he insulted no. me. Well, <laughs> sir, it was a matter of pride. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. That's all right. Cool. So yeah, we're doing good. It's it's just fun. I like this. All right. <laughs> Next, I I th- we'll go to um, security security officer, or security uh-huh. chief, or security head, or whatever you want to call them. This has sort of been a mixed thing. There really mm. wasn't exactly one on the original series. So well, Chekhov was supposedly eh, not really. You but know, I mean, really, not you know, not as not as let's let's say not as defined as it was on later other shows. No, 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 no. But I so, mean, like, I think he's made even in the movies. Like he's, I don't know. You're right. It's not defined. But, well, some but, of these characters bounce around. I mean, my God, they they sent to you know not not that we want to get into it, but they sent Chekhov in in New Trek JJ Trek down to the engine room. You know, so whatever yeah, i'm sure like there was no other there was no lieutenants or anything in the end i mean the really, engine really room. yeah well it's because he's one of the main cast let's let's be real so uh, i understand okay mm, so who do you have for your security officer well person, again chief? though not only do we not like the, the the security officers generally not that impressive like if i feel yeah. like if you had a new star trek show like nowadays like the security guy really be, i i hold well, on I'm, i got my pick is impressive well, I think there's some pretty impressive ones. I think there's pretty you're good ones. Your, you're, you're not letting me do my preamble. <laughs> All right, go ahead. I, <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, you, you shut up, you you ghouly yeah, man. man. I, I, I'm on your security guy over here. Yeah, come on, I'm breaking half Klingons. I, I put my face in your f- 
whatever he says in that line. What does I'm he say? Rip my, put my fist into your stomach and rip out your spine. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. so I picked um, my uh, Odo because uh-huh. Odo um, was pretty, didn't put up with any crap from anybody. Yes. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> he had no, there quark. was no, <laughs> well, quark. there was no, um, like, you know, when he was like, oh, no, he didn't take crap law. from anybody, and and he yeah. and and he got to the bottom of things. Yeah, no, it's a great. And pick. That, he has that, you know, he's a shapeshifter, so like he can turn himself into like a chair and like spy on you. Sure, and, like you're sitting on. It's him pretty handy like, to be a shapeshifter when you're in security. Yeah, and um, you know, Odo was, you know, I don't think I don't know if he's anybody's favorite character, but I think everybody likes Odo, and I, I, I think that um, you know, his character became a little bit weird with the love and with kira and everything it was kind of an odd thing but mm-hmm. you know it was nice i mean it was fine uh yep. it, and he, he did ha- he did turn human that one season or human he was solid right when they took his powers away the shapeshifters did yeah yeah that was yeah, a little bit weird but, that was uh, lame but um other than that i always like you know he was he's cool. He, well, he, he, I um I have to say I I am completely with you and I like your pick because I picked him too. <laughs> oh, okay. Because, but here's thing. here here here's what I'll say though it, on my on my little uh, post-it note here that I have written down here, Chris, I have two other names crossed off and I ended up at Odo, and this has has partly to do with like picking people from other shows and stuff like that. Right. I I had Tuvok first, then I crossed him off, then I had Worf, I crossed him off, and then I then I put down Odo. So as my fallback, since you sort of picked a different character when I picked the same, I'm gonna I'm gonna fall back to Worf, I think, um, out of my other picks. So, right. uh, but uh, I mean, I still love Odo, and uh, yeah. the thing Let's about Worf, I think, that threw me off him. Besides trying to balance out my my picks between the series, was Worf can be a little crazy and a little hot headed, and that's sort of <laughs> in sometimes a little bit okay, but. Yeah. For your chief of security, I think you want somebody who's got a little bit more level head. Really, but not only that. Like, here's why I didn't pick. Like, I actually he runs off like, and like just kills people and stuff. You give you know? me, you give me a task, and I will actually sit there and think about it and try to think about it logically. So you say to me, "We're going to do this yeah. crew thing." So, War, if you're going to take, who do you like better, Worf or Odo? It's going to be Worf. I love Worf. Worf is a fun character. But as a security chief, he's terrible. Well, right. That's that was my that was my point. I mean, I, he's I mean, the worst. He yeah. he the Borg, the, the damn Borg, beam, and Ferengi too. People beam onto the bridge, and he like misses them. He shoots at them and misses. <laughs> he's always getting they, tossed they, around, they, missing they, them. They you know, they're like they're like ten the feet captain. away. Yeah, I know, I know. The captain gets kidnapped like right in front of him. Like I thought I mean, it would. I've almost, always thought it would have been better if somehow whatever beamed aboard just. Like shut their weapons off, like they didn't work. It would have made more sense than missing somebody who's ten feet away from you. He, I mean, he. he I've seen him. It happened more than once. Like I know, times. I know. It happened on planets. It have you know, but it's like a TV thing, unfortunately. You know, Worf but. became Worf when real Worf when he was on DS Nine. Like his character really became a little. Oh bit more yeah, definitely, definitely. That's where the, that's where the badass Worf came from. Like all of a sudden now he is kind of badass and yeah. But like on TNG, really, he was a little like, more zen, a little more centered. You know, he got hooked up with Jedzia, so that was a good fit. And uh, you know, I think right. that yeah. You but know, it, every time they came up to a. 
you know, let, uh, there's a ship uh, coming in here. I suggest we fire phaser, sir. Uh, <laughs> Blow it out of the sky. Don't talk. Just shoot. 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 You know, shoot. There's jellyfish here. Uh, arming photon torpedo. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe I know. I know. Yeah, I'm right. with you. You're right about that. He's a hothead. He's he, yeah. so that's why I didn't pick him. And I love Worf. I I, I enjoy Worf's character. A lot. Yeah, I would have figured out a way to twist it around to make him a little bit, you know, like acceptable. But I, I still, I, I'm going to still sort of say Odo in a way. But because uh, you know, I mean, he really is the best out of them. So uh, I agree. Hello, folks. This is Rico. Just popping in here real quick with a uh, shameless advertisement slash plug. Uh, if you're enjoying Treks in Sci-Fi in recently or over the past several years, if you've been listening a long time, please uh, go over to my Patreon.com uh, place, Patreon.com forward slash Treks in Sci-Fi. That's a place you can support the show with just a couple of dollars a month goes a long way to uh, paying for hosting fees and the new redesigned set for upcoming video casts that I've been working on for the past few months. So just check it out, patreon.com forward slash treks and sci-fi. And I appreciate your support. That would be fantastic. Get it? Fantastic. <laughs> anyway, here we go. Back to the show. Transfer of data is complete. Okay. All right. Next up, we're getting down to the final four. Yeah, I think four. Four left. Four shots left. Four positions. All right. So, Doctor. 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 Who do you got for your chief medical officer, we'll call it? This was the hardest. I think this might have been the hardest one for me. Security, I think, was my hardest based on the crossouts that I have. Well, this was was not easy either for me. I have a a crossout on this one. The doctors were always very interesting for the most part, except for really one series where the doctor was not that interesting. But, like, the doctors are given a lot of character. Well, it shows that this, you know, shows Trek is good because, you know, you've said that on a few of the the characters. So, I mean, you know, they they do a pretty good job. I mean, most of the shows lasted a lot, a lot of seasons. So it gave them a chance to explore the characters. So. so I think that this was tough for me. It came down to two, well, really three. I'm uh, hoping three, you didn't one. pick my pick again. I'm hoping. Probably. I'm hoping. I probably didn't because <laughs> I... I, again, I don't know. I, maybe. I picked... Uh, this was so hard, and I'm I'm even not even a hundred percent on this. I'm like kind of split, but this was like it's like the thir- it's like thirty three, thir- you know, thirty two, thirty three. Yeah, I'm know. with you. So it's like um, I'm gonna go with uh, Doctor Flox. Ooh, um, good one. Enterprise. Uh, he was he was I, a now, possibility. I I I was this sor- was close tempted. with him and him and the Doctor from Voyager. I I had a, a split and McCoy, of course. It's is a hard split not to decision. Again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Apollo Creed wins. Um. Yeah, so I went with Flocks because I really I thought that at first that you were, I was a little bit concerned. I remember when his character shows up and he's kind of like goofy and like he has a big smile and I'm like, oh, what are they doing with this Jar Jar guy? You know, making him Jar Jar, Doctor Jar Jar. Misa, not a good doctor. Right, but actually he became. I liked him because he wasn't a Starfleet um, mm-hmm. character. Yep, and he was a that's really, helpful. And he was like really into what he did, like and like he did not like he he had to stand his ground a lot as far as what his moral beliefs were and he went against you know the crew a couple of times i thought it was yep. very i thought he was very well done he was character. very and he was older he had yes bunt, uh, like five three wives, wives or five yeah. wives whatever it was and uh yeah i mean he had a lot of experience they, they were all pretty green behind the ears or what what am i trying to say green behind the ears that's star trek <laughs> they have the beer is setting in now 
<laughs> green ears, wet behind the ears is what I was trying to say. Yeah. So he was always, I always, if there was like the one episode, like a night in sick bay is one of my favorites. Oh yeah. I love that episode. Yeah. And he used a lot of like natural kinds of, you know, animals right. and remedies Warm and things. Yeah. Didn't just always like pull out a hypo spray and, uh, yeah. you know, I and like he that. gave the crew a little crap sometimes, you know, just because like, Hey, you know, don't just come down here every time you're sneezing or something. And no, he's a great character. Uh, yes. and, and again, I think it shows it that toes. Enterprise had a lot of good good things going for it. What'd you say? It was what time? He has like weird, weird toes. Yeah. He has like, and that weird smile that he would do, like the yeah. Grinch. That always creeped me out a little bit. You, you remember that like where a couple times that would said, like, pop up? In the first up. episode, he did it, and I was kind of like, uh-oh. Are we getting some kind of goofy character here? And then like yeah, he did it. I think he did it like. It was later. just like the Grinch. <laughs> It was. You're right. All right. Yeah. We... Good pick. Good. Good okay. pick. I like it. Uh, all right. So for a doctor, yeah, I this was another tough one for me too. It was. You know, they were all. There were some that were flat out. You Easy. know, yeah. They're 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 just. There's no other choice for these. This wasn't one of those. I thought of McCoy. You know, he pioneered so many different things. I was tempted with Doctor Crusher for a few different reasons, but. Um, but ultimately didn't, you know, actually she's a cross out on my list. Yes. And I ended up with, uh, even though he dissed me at a convention once, which I think I've told that story, but uh, I went with the EMH, Robert Picardo's character on Voyager. I had to go with the EMH for... Uh, I... Now, there's an interesting thing I've been thinking about lately in both doing this list and what I heard it heard them do it on another podcast that that I, I thought I'll throw in here and pick your brain a little bit about. But I've the characters of like the EMH and Data that are basically computer programs running more or less that I guess supposedly can quote unquote learn. It's interesting to pick them and 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 the amount of things that they were able to do on these shows because when you think about it. It seems like they should be like the last like option. You know what I mean? I like I, I kind of compare it to trying to fix a problem, a complex problem, let's put it this way. Let's put it to try to fix a complex problem by Googling something. You know, you can pull <laughs> out like, facts. You know, WebMD. a doctor like a like a, a computer like WebMD, it can pull yeah. out facts, but it can't you know, the ability to interpolate all that. But I guess by the 24th century, the, you know, the computer programs are sophisticated, obviously, enough to do it. I mean, he showed it time and time again. I mean, my God, how many episodes when something was going on did he pull something out of the hat and, and fix a problem or, fi you know, come up with something, you know? Mm -hmm. All the stuff he did for Seven of Nine and, and the dealing with the Borg and blah, 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 you know, one thing after another. Plus, he's an interesting character. You know, right. there, there's no denying he was one of the best and most interesting parts of Voyager. So, uh, so yeah, yeah I, agree. I picked the EMH, and uh, and, and, he, and plus he, he also to get it on with seven and nine. He couldn't, you know, he couldn't get hurt. I mean, he he, you know, except for somebody smashing the computer or whatever, he had a lot of advantages when when certain things would happen. You know, so yeah, I believe uh, that they like fake deleted his program like three times. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> EMH uh, with some pretty close runner runner-ups in in, I, I in a couple I of others. I it was a close thing because I always I, I almost picked Flocks too. He he was he, he actually popped into my head pretty strong, uh, and I was like, eh. 
Because I mean, here's the thing: like McCoy is like a nostalgic pick. Like you just, I just love McCoy. Because oh man, McCoy. I just almost went right down the line and just went two OS, two OS, two OS. just, but, I had to really fight that man. I just had to fight it hard to. Uh, yeah, so. this is this is what I what I called when Rico uh, told me about this. This is like fantasy football for Star Trek nerds. It is, it is, <laughs> and and, uh, and I got to figure I out another fantasy. way to do this with something else. Like you know. I think oh I, I got a good one, Chris. I'll just throw it out right now, so we both can maybe between the two of us remember to do a show like this in say six months. We have to come up with like a superhero team, a new superhero okay, cool. team. How do you like that idea? I like that one. We can pick any from any comic. No uh, Batman allowed. Uh, no. <laughs> well, my team is just done. I'm done. Well, maybe we can throw that out. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure no, out some no, rules for it, but I think that'd be a blast. We, we need to create a comic book superhero team, like an all-star team of like 10 or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, let's think about that. That's a great idea, like Marvel, DC. Yeah, just use them all. Whoever. Use them all. So, um, like, did you hear this news? I'll throw this here, here on the podcast or whatever. Did you hear that? Uh, and uh, who knows? It's the internet, so it's got to be true, right? Uh, yeah. But uh, supposedly, Brian Cranston is... is, is poking around and saying, hey, I'd love to be a uh, in a Marvel movie as a villain. Did you hear that story? Yeah, I don't know who you could be, though. I mean, I guess Well, I, what I wrote on the comments, wherever I saw it posted, I said, well, DC already blew it because he would have been the most awesome Lex Luthor ever. Yeah, <laughs> especially now that we know, like... Jesse Eisenberg, really? Please? Well, we know Please? now. I don't know if you paid attention to any of the, like, sort of viral stuff that DC is doing. Well, don't spoil the... anything here. No, so. no, 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 no. no. It was just like they're they making did a thing Lex Luthor like twenty three years old and and yeah, flippy. it was like an interview with Lex Luthor in like Forbes magazine. Mm. It's like sort of, and it was interesting because in the movie now he's Lex Luthor Junior. Oh, is that what you it know? is? That's how yeah. they explain the fact that he's so young or something. Yeah, so like he's, okay. his dad could is was Lex Luthor. So I mean, he could have still done Ryan Cranston. I think he would have been the perfect. He really could have. But anyway, yeah. So that that's been tossed oh, around yeah. that that uh, Brian Cranston wants to be in a Marvel movie as a villain. So. Uh, well, there's, there's, there's. I'm sure that that there's some villain out there. Well, that speaking of comics been... too, did you, did you, did you poke around at the comic book store this week at all? Did you see all those Marvel uh, first issues that are out now? They're no, they're finally I, ending I... the Secret Wars. There was a new first issue of a new Spider-Man title, new Doctor Strange, new Iron Man, a new Avengers, yeah. a couple of other team ups. I'm not uh, buying new. I can't take it. They've rebooted things like three. Come times on. Well, well, all you got to do wait is wait another month or two, Chris, and they'll reboot I know. it again. So because um, we just had new Avengers, then we had the all uncanny Avengers. That's the that's had, the modern comics. Yeah, I'm getting a little tired of it too. So uh, yeah, no. Question. I mean, when I was a kid, it was like Avengers number four hundred and thirty-two. You know what I mean? Like, oh man, that's the way to go. You know I'm thinking I mean? so of just like, basically. You know, I don't know if, if it's ever going to happen again. I'm thinking of just basically taking all these multi. You know, I have huge backlog, or not backlog, but I mean, I've read them all basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm just thinking of pulling out one of my long boxes of comics and just going back to like Avengers, you know, whatever the oldest issue that I have, and just start reading because I won't yeah. really remember the stories that closely and and just get into the good stuff again. It was just always. It was just so cool that like when you I had understand like, that they want like people, new people to come in, but oh, number the, one, the I, best yeah. time, the best time for Marvel was when they had still Avengers four hundred and ninety five, and Spider Man five hundred and sixty, and Fantastic Four six hundred and one or whatever, and they had the Ultimate side of things, which was the new choice right. for these. 
that was the best of times for comics, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. You could keep the old guys, but you got the new guys, you know, the new stuff for the yeah, new people. that was like late 90s, yeah. Yeah, and, and then, then they just mush it all up. So, all right, let's get yeah, back to the I, list, I, though. Oh, we got yeah. three, only three spots left. So let's do, okay. let's do science officer, I guess. We'll oh, do science. So <laughs> this was so. This this this. Was I crossed a off a few. Yeah, I. Yeah, I, this was a heartbreaker. This was a heartbreaker, because, you know, ah, this was hard. <laughs> I hated this. I hated making this. I almost felt ter terrible making this choice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I made you feel so bad tonight. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's I'm gonna fun, have though. to go with my favorite character in all of Star Trek. I think I know you. In every series, and that would be Lieutenant Commander Data. All right. From next generation. Now I know he's not a science officer; he's operations. However, he well, really he ba is a basically. Officer. Well, I said that you know one of my rules was you could throw someone in a different position, right. so you can. Call and really, him. he's he functions as the scientific officer. He really does. He should have been in a uh, blue uniform. Though the, the I series. was going to pick Spock because it's such a sent again sentimental. Well, I'm guessing you probably figured you could count on me for that. <laughs> I did, but I also know that since Data is my favorite character. That it would seem criminal for me not to. Oh yeah, him. absolutely. So yeah. Beta is my favorite character through any series. I don't think I knew I, that he was your favorite. I knew you liked him yes. a lot. I don't think I. I oh, I love. It, I love. It's like Data. He's Pinocchio. Picard, he, he's, Data Picard Spock for me. I think is how my list would go. Well, he I has such Data. an interesting, you know, arc and and just it's just. You know, he's 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 the little boy who wants to be a real or a real boy, or you know, I you mean, know it's just... because he's the character that I would most like to emulate, which is somebody that does not have emotions oh. and that can actually. <laughs> well, good I luck on that one. I wish I could be like Data someday. Well, I love speaking Data. of no emotions, yeah, of course, as I, I basically yes. already alluded to, I, ha I had to pick Mr. Spock. So, yes. uh, from a science a... standpoint, from just you know. He is ultimately probably, I would have to say, and I don't know if I've ever really said it uh, in all these years doing the podcast, I'd say he's basically my favorite of the characters. Yeah. You yeah, know, the whole half-human, half-Vulcan thing, his his loyalty, his friendship with his, you know, his, his other people on the ship, especially with the core group. And, yeah. and you know, from a science standpoint, I'm, I mean, he's he's pretty darn unstoppable from that that viewpoint too so uh, yeah. yeah the thing that i really enjoy so yeah so i mean i just i just had to pick spock yeah. so is that what happened with his character um that i wish was able to have been done with data which unfortunately the the, the next generation movies were not as kind of data as the tos movies were to spock you know, yeah Spock's they actually probably was, helped spock's character in a yeah, way they actually were able they to clean. evolve him from when he shows up in t in the um TMP or the motion picture. Yeah. Um, and he is. After the like, colon R that he. Yes, left. he's very robotic. He's very like. Oh, know, he's so good I, in that. He's so good yeah, in that. And in then the he, change. in that movie, he kind of, you know, he realizes that what he's doing, the, the, the pure logic is not his path because he's not. He, there's other parts to him. He's he's not all Vulcan, and mm -hmm. like you can yeah, see, yeah, and he embraces it. He accepts it. He ex he yeah, finally then, like, accepts it for the first time. Yeah, by Wrath of Khan, which apparently is supposed to be like ten years later. <laughs> yeah, I if the timeline is pretty much what he's it is, probably right? the but, most comfortable he's ever appeared. Right. You know, yeah, he, he he's very... totally relaxed with himself. His 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 right. his, his friends. Yep. You know, like you know, he's wisecracking to Savick and yeah, just to Kirk. He's giving him a hard time about you know, and he makes the ultimate sacrifice. Spoiler, yes. So, uh, so even and then by 
you know, then he goes through that weird thing where he dies and comes back, and then like, you know, by six again, he's sort of back Your to where he was in Star Trek Two. Yeah. yeah, in Star Trek Two, in Star Trek Six, he's kind of where he was in Two, where he's kind of a little bit more wry, a little bit, you know, not a hundred percent lost. Yeah, and well, he, you know, da- forces that mind meld on, on uh, yeah. Because Data, you really deserved to be evolved, and I know that Brent Spiner wanted it to happen. I think that the writing didn't work out that well. I think that he was best in uh, first contact when he was allowed to sort of, you know, bring emotions into the performance a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and in generations, it was like out. Of, it was out of hand. Um, yep. But um, so good, unfortunately, good, they, good they choices. Kind of, good. They you lost. Know. They lost that. They lost that by insurrection and nemesis. The, the motion ship is gone, and we. It's sort of a that. yeah. We don't get the data that was growing. Unfortunately, we get you know you know that's fine, and I love data. Don't get me wrong. It just kind yeah, of that, that that's that's a, that's a you know just the, they didn't have a clean as clean a uh, arc there in the movie. So no, unfortunately, but data is still great. Yep, he is great character, great stories, great um, great uh, science guy. So two left, mm-hmm. the biggies. Oh, so this is so here's first where officer. The controversy happens. <laughs> <laughs> Good, I like controversy as All long right. as it's friendly so, controversy, and you know you don't get like you know pull out your automatic I, weapon. No, I, I I have no ill will. I know, and and this. <sighs> You told me, this or you not, texted me something about like yes, you were saying officer. something like, "Oh, first officer, that's going to be hard." But, well, then I then I threw out to you that I said, "Well, you can take anyone. You could make <laughs> check off a first officer." And then you, you open up my mind to possibly then, uh, yeah, then it's like mind blown. <laughs> so, first officer, I said, "Well, I knew who my ca- I already knew who my captain was going to be." Uh huh. Hands down, it wasn't even a close call. So yeah. I said, "Who could learn from my captain?" Who needs a few years of tutelage? Who maybe wasn't quite ready for what they had? Uh-huh. And they could just use a sit-down and observe a master. So I said, well, I have an answer. So my executive officer of the USS Clemente, Clemente. Would be yes, Catherine Janeway. <laughs> oh, this is going to be good. She has a bit to learn about, about captaining, commands. about yes. commanding. Yeah. Yes. I. But you know what a first officer really needs to be doing, really? though? A, a first officer needs to be also questioning and, and you know, nagging the yeah, captain. She could, a little, and she right? could do that. Giving the captain <laughs> alternatives, you know, you know, things like that. So, And you're right, yeah, she could. Fine. Yeah, that's good. She could. Oh, I like and it. You, 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 you gave this some good you, thought. That's that's a, that's a that's a really good, interesting pick to right. to have someone to Only uh, because like my criticism of her and others is that she's a very erratic, um, and and nobody can and really nobody can question that she's loyal to the crew and that you know that's her that's and that's the first officer's focus is to make sure the crew is taken care of. So that's fine. That's perfect for her, and you know, learn from. The captain that I will pick, which is coming next, but I'm going to let you pick your executive officer. So, yeah, you know, this was really, really hard for me to do, and I, I now I, you know, I'm like, should I gone a lot more weird with it? Now you really opened my mind, man. You you blew my mind with this one. So, um, a way to Eden. So I picked the you know super 
more obvious choice than is an imaginable, you know, beyond. Yeah, I picked Riker. I of picked course. Riker. Uh, yeah, I know it, it seems really tame, and 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 but I'll, I'll throw in not just because he was really you know one of the purest executive officers that was you know playing the role, which which you know more than it, and then I think about it, we should have tossed more in. Like I should have put a rule in that you had to have like two out of their normal positions. That would have been a cool rule to throw in. But hey, yeah, hindsight, yeah. whatever you know, or one or two positions that were. They're not playing the same roles that they played on the show because I don't. I think I only have a couple like that. But, uh, um, yeah, and I, you know, I wanted somebody. You know, he went toe to toe with Picard a lot, so he he wasn't just a yes person. And uh, I think he's got a mind mind of his own, and and he was certainly good as a second hand. You know, you want somebody there who you can count on to get the job done, and he was he showed that a lot of times too. So, uh, so there. And the good thing about about him is that he did contrast with uh, Picard that, you know, and he likes being like, a first officer, you know, and he, he did, he, he, I mean, you know, the whole thing about, well, turning down my command again, turning down a, you know, nope, I don't want to be captain. Nope. Nope. Not this yeah. week. Nope. Not this week. So, uh, Hey, that's <laughs> a good thing. I don't got to train somebody else to be my uh, first officer. Yeah. And so. again, he is like the, he's like the, when I think when you would think of a Star Trek first officer, it's always like, well, Riker, I mean, he because, is pretty much the, the mold, you know, in a way, yeah. I mean, he, you know, partly, I mean the whole business that they threw into TNG a lot, which was, well, the captain can't beam down to the planet all the time. You know, we got to do that. You know, I'm, nobody I'm, gave Kirk you know. the memo. <laughs> yeah. So, all right. So now we get course, to the. That has more uh, to do with Shatner wanting to be on screen all the time. Well, of course, and and it's also to just to do with you know you've got people that are stars, quote unquote. You know that you're paying money to. So you, what are you going to do? You know, know, have some other guy do it anyway. So so left captain, captain the big enchilada, the, the big, big burrito, the big enchilada, el jefe, the jefe. <laughs> Hey, so hey. the finest so my pick is was this was easy the easiest one of the batch it was always going to be this the Sean finest Luke. captain that ever has uh, starfleet at <laughs> a starfleet would be Jean-Luc Picard well good of the enterprise good and he the best captain oh my ever. god I mean because you know I picked Janeway so yeah <laughs> <laughs> so anyway go ahead sorry I love I, I think that and what he has like over um, somebody like Janeway is that he has always a moral center that he is making his. The line decisions. must be drawn here. No fault. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I just feel like that. He, I mean, it was sort of he was really like uh, the 24th century man. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like evolved and like you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. well, I'm, I'm just gonna blast shoot somebody you know i mean and, and i mean we I know not too much you know not so to the point of like that. i know it he, got he, crap he he did for like he well did they the, don't ever you know, fire phasers yeah i mean even <laughs> in the first episode he goes right up you know right up against q and uh and q's this basically pretty much like unstoppable you know being in a way and he just gets right in his face so he's not a pushover you know no he's not a pushover he's very firm and i mean the, I, I like that he that uh, he always uh, stood for um, what he believed in, and usually it was for the um, what the Federation believed. You know, it was always I just and you know he wasn't afraid to go against. Plus, he was you know, kind of a scientist at heart too, which which I always liked. You know, an archaeologist, and and he he liked to explore. He was you know from a family of explorers that they brought up and stuff. So, yeah, yeah. the one episode that really always strikes me about Picard is the drumhead where. 
you know, he sees what's happening that, you know, this guy has got Romulan blood and everybody's ganging up on him. And, you know, it doesn't matter to him. What matters to him is the truth and not, you know, fanaticism. And I just love that. I love the episode. uh, And he, he, um, you know, he gives that lady her father's words at the end uh, to uh, really put the knife in. And he's he's deft, deft with a turn of phrase. He will, that's how he wins a battle with his brain and uh, with his mouth. Yeah. So, do I even need to say who I picked for captain, though? No, because I already know. (laughs) I picked the shot. Who could it be? Who could it be? I mean, I mean, it was the easiest pick on my list. I've made that no secret. He's my captain. So, for a number of reasons, you know, obviously TOS, but but just, I mean, you know, the guy gets the guy gets the you know job done no matter what. Defies Starfleet, you know, every other week. I mean, and, and it still ends up, it still ends up working out for him somehow. You know, I just like the cockiness, the brashness, the, you know, the fact that he's out there exploring, exploring space when you were just in diapers and, uh, right. you know, so, uh, yeah, James Tiberius Kirk is, is, yeah. will always be my captain. So, yeah, uh, and I mean, again, it was between him and, and Picard, Picard is great too. I mean, I, I yeah. have no question about, you know, the, or no qualms or problems with, I mean, Picard and all the other ones too, really. I mean, really, you know, I mean, Cisco is, is awesome. I mean, you yes, know, I do. I, I mean, I, I, in a way he's, he, he probably is in a way in, in many things, the best because look what he had to deal with. Look what he had to deal with on deep space nine. He had the sure. most messy situation, all these different people from different planets, and, and he's the he's the prophet and, and the chosen one and all this and, and and he's just like, you know, I you know and he still manages to say, Hey man, what did he tell you at that convention? What did Avery Brooks say? Hey, that hat. Oh, that hat. Yeah, I was wearing my Deep Space Niners, my Niners hat. I mean, he's know. awesome. You know, he he's a like, great hey, a great captain. Hat. And he's like, yeah, so this we told I've told the story before. Avery Brooks, we were yeah. in the autograph room at Dragon Con. Avery Brooks comes walking in and it was kind of empty at the time. It was kind of nice cuz you know, we got a bunch of autographs very early and didn't have to stand in many lines. Avery Brooks had your Niners hat nice on, and, right? Yeah. My Niners, yes, with the with the baseball in the D Space 9 station. And he recognized the hat, of course, and he's he was, you know, pointed out. And uh, it was getting towards lunchtime, and I'm like, you know, I was getting my autographs, and he's like, so, you know, are you enjoying the convention? And I'm like, you good? Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. Uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to try to go find something to eat. So um, are you going to have some lunch? It's getting towards lunchtime. And he says, is that customary? <laughs> <laughs> I just love I just, the way he uh, spins I, a phrase. Is that yeah, customary? Yeah, you know, he, and I was like, I, I, well, in Georgia, I, I assume it is. Uh, but <laughs> anyway. Um, People do he's eat, a, he's you a, know, lunch definitely here. Definitely Cisco is one of I mean, he's top three for me. I love Cisco, uh, Cisco, Kirk, Picard. Um, oh yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Archer and Janeway uh, a split for a, a tie, I guess. But Archer maybe edges out Janeway because Archer, you know, a little bit more interesting. Janeway is a little bit like I said. She's very erratic. She'll, you know, <laughs> she, nobody knows what she's gonna do. She's I'm going to get time. you home. I'm going to get you all home. No, all right. I mean I so, like the character, but I mean a hard, hard position to be in. I, I, I think. I'll tell you who I would have loved to have seen as a captain. Here, here's a wild card for you, Shelby. I would have loved to see Shelby from you know Best of Both Worlds get a get a ship and be a captain. I think she could she could have been a good captain. 
I was always surprised that she never showed up again. Yeah. I don't know if it was because the actress wasn't available or if they tried. I've never heard a story about that. Uh, If she's ever at a if she's ever at a con, I'll have to ask that question. Yeah, uh, because I mean, she was meant to be in First Contact, like a cameo. Oh, did you hear that? Yeah, or you heard that somewhere? It was the script, the first script. Oh, it was okay. Uh, Yeah, well, of course, yeah, it was in the first script that I have here, right underneath my my pile of of Star Wars uh, (laughs) cereal boxes. The first first script was fairly different. But there was a the battle was a little bit more intricate, and she was sort of leading the battle. She was an admiral, I believe. And uh, yeah, I think I have yeah. heard that story somewhere. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, she was meant okay. that would have been a cool. But I think you know, again, that stuff only matters to people like you and me. And, sure, you know, our our people and that other nerds who work at comic book stores. Yes, you don't know who Shelby is from the Best of Both Worlds, oh. season three, episode twenty six. My goodness, you know, how do you live at night? Or during the day, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so yeah. There, there's a list. It was, it was a lot of fun. This was fun, yeah, and I do fun. really do want to do a superhero team. I think that would that's be, a good one. We'll do that, that would one be now. awesome. We both have plenty of comic book knowledge, oh, and uh, all right, maybe I can forego Batman on my team. But you know, it's really it would be. Really I only hard need to Batman though, Chris. You can have everyone else. I'll just take Batman. Oh, I know. I I just do this because I know how much you love it. It's like, oh, Batman. He's so you know, it's all bat everything now. I love Batman. He could kill. He could kill Jesus himself with a spoon. Yeah. No, it's just that that Batman (laughs) um, is a great character. I most of my comics are probably Batman comics. Yeah, he is a great character. My oldest son has been asking me. He's been bugging me. You know, they're both. Both of my sons have read. a bit of comics, and they seem to be getting actually more into it now than even when they were younger, which is kind of interesting in a, in a way. And actually, I you know I didn't start reading comics until later in high school, uh, but uh, but my older son's been asking me what what Batman you know what Batman trade comic books I sh- he should be picking up, and of course I've given him some of the the classics and the basic uh, choices. But uh, yeah, he's not not DK two. No, <laughs> well they're doing. Th- did they, are they doing three now? Yes. I yes. heard that, yeah. Well, oh, no, I told God. them the first one, and I told them, like, the long Halloween. Yes. Uh, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, um, there's a good, there's a bunch. There's a bunch. Hush. Hush is the main. Hush. I think Hush, would, Hush is good. I mean, I, the thing with ba- the thing I'll probably get him a Batman, couple for, uh, for, for Christmas anyway this that's year. That's a great idea. The, the thing that happened with Batman, like, in the, sometime in the 90s, um, Batman, when I grew up, was a little bit more down to earth. He was a little bit more of a detective, um, and you know, yeah. he, of course, he got into fisticuffs. It pops up in a, of, it pops up now and then, but I know what you mean. It, I, I know what but you now mean. Now I mean, it's become like yeah. he's not. He's Sherlock Holmes now. Like he's ultra intel. Like he's got like an IQ of like 180. We had just yeah. Well, he, he doesn't even know who he is anymore, though. Right now, so oh right, yes, of yeah, course, which is which he's, is ridiculous. He's feeding homeless. Oh, people. It's just killing me. It's just yeah, and me. Gordon's running around in a stupid bat suit. Oh, and that is the so, most ridiculous, yeah, robotic, super-powered bat suit I've ever seen. He looks like a giant <laughs> bunny rabbit. Bunny. Yeah, uh, it's, that's no ordinary rabbit. It's no ordinary. He's got teeth. Uh, but anyway, yeah, we could, we could, we could, we could go another hour talking about comics, and maybe we could just yeah. do it off, off mic, you know, off, off mic, we'll call it. But yeah. Let's round out the regular show, and then uh, we can yeah. chit chat. But so we'll definitely was, yeah. be covering. Uh, I hope people have enjoyed this uh, 
this look at a Trek crew <laughs> and, you know, hey, write an email if you think we're a bunch of idiots. Don't we, we, the fact that we, we diss Janeway so much, uh, but, or, I or whatever. I, if I really didn't like her, I would have not put her on my list. I think But you did. I think, I think, I really liked the way you worked her in. That's great. I think that's a yeah, good, good, I think uh, that she could, I think that she's got qualities that she just that she just needs well, to Well, you know the funny thing about that Chris is I just saw that um I think it was on Trek Core tonight that I looked at um I think it came out at the end of August. There's a new post uh, for people who want to still read books in the Prime Trek universe. There are books being put out and there's a new one good. about uh Janeway or involving Janeway pr- pretty heavily uh yes. that is that is out that came out at the end of August. I am looking up the title right now. And she was dead. Uh, they had uh, killed her off. Uh, it's in called the Atonement. Books. I think it has something yeah. to do with basically all the crap she did in the Delta Quadrant. Yes. Um, and she's put on trial, I believe. Yeah, and it's gotten some pretty good reviews. So, um, But it's post-Voyager. You know, she's an admiral. But what the reason it popped in my head is I always thought Janeway would be great at, like, Starfleet Academy or in some administrative, like, Academy role or admiral role rather than being out there in a, on a, in a, you know, captaining a ship. I think, yeah, that, I mean, I think she's not... more suited to that type of spot myself but yeah uh, i mean i just i mean i liked her she was okay as a captain but i think i think she'd be better off as you know part of starfleet hq and back home or or starfleet academy teaching courses or something she broke the uh the i mean she broke the temporal prime direct i mean she did all (laughs) hey it's not a good day unless you break the temporal prime directive so uh what are you gonna yeah, do? Yeah, it was just it it was it was very uh it was listen, she's fine. I just think that boy if she could if she could hang out with Picard and sort of you know, just just get us some osmosis going there and just calm her calm, I mean, she's drinks too much coffee. That's the problem with her. I need more coffee. coffee. Picard. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. So, try some Earl Grey. Yeah, try some Earl Grey. <laughs> nah. <laughs> she has a voice like uh it's just a strange voice. It's well. But, it's like uh, remember she played Catherine Hepburn, I think. At she's some point. like uh, Catherine Hepburn's reincarnation or something. I mean, they're basically they they look the same, they sound the same. It's crazy. Yeah, and she, I've never, I've only seen one episode of that Orange is the New Black show, which I guess she's uh, on. I've she never plays, watched. Like, uh, yeah, it doesn't have much appeal to me. Uh, she apparently although people plays, all like, say it's fantastic, but I I don't know. I just can't. The premise of it even just doesn't interest me. So. Yeah, she plays like this Russian person apparently. Yeah, Russian lady. Uh, that's what I heard, and she's got this. And I, weird I know that she's actually hair. getting like people really seem to enjoy her on it, and that's. I mean, she seems like a very interesting uh, person. Uh, I, I just, think so. I mean, yeah, I think that the, I just the, think actress, the character, of the actress, some, yes. had, yeah, the character of Janeway had some some writing. They were, they had really. I was happy that fly. they put a woman in a in a captain's role. Finally. Yeah, of course. I think that was important, and I would love to see them do more of it. Like I said, I'd love to have seen Shelby. I oh, think yeah. that would have been an interesting choice. There were other captain female uh, leaders throughout the Trek series that could have been, you know, captaining a ship, I think, pretty well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but let's wrap it up, and then we can yep, chat, sorry. you know, casual or whatever, but uh, fly casual, Chewy. We Check need a new casual. trailer. Ah! <laughs> Please. Yeah, really. Speaking of Star Wars, I'm going to crowbar this in. Uh, oh, go ahead. Please. If, Star Wars uh, stacks, like- man. Yeah. Yes, if you like Star Wars and uh, you read, and the who books, doesn't? Who doesn't? Everybody does, apparently. Um, Although, I get do, this, I have to tell you, I'm interrupting your promo. Sorry, you're but, interrupting my promo. Uh, my uh, brother-in-law last weekend tells me he he's worked with a guy who's never seen any of the Star Wars movies. Do so do people communist. just have that as a badge of honor now, or something? I don't know. I've never seen it. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> 
No, sorry. So uh, my with um, Jen Rhodes, who's been on the show multiple times. And no, Joe, I've never heard of her. Yeah, and Joe Mastroianni, who's been on the show many times. Never um, heard of him. Nope. Yeah, I do co-host a podcast called the Star Wars Stacks. We do we cover the Star Wars novels, and also we we do shows where we just kind of BS and talk about whatever Star Wars related nonsense there is. Which going there's on. plenty to talk about nowadays. Boy, right. and Rico and Rico was on there a couple times. I have. It's um, been fun. Yeah, they always yeah, love. I always the, love talking Star fact, Wars and why we, we don't have a new trailer yet. Here's three more seconds on Instagram. Ooh, look, <laughs> nerds, <laughs> analyze this to death. Okay, so we did. We actually Rico was on. We did a list of things he hates, but we did do a list on. Um, <laughs> yes, what, I just proved. The, I just proved through this show. Yeah, Although we, I'm going to call a, this not quite a list show in a way. But we did a movie score themes, I believe. I just have a hard trouble themes. putting things above other things. I guess in a way we did that here, but I just have a trouble. Like, I, I always throw in, it sounds like a pat answer, but I always say it's like saying, I, you know, which kid do you love more, better, ridiculous things like that. So, yeah. No, so um, we just covered on our last episode the new novel, uh, Aftermath, which. Aftermath. Fantastic so, book. Oh no, I'm not going to steal any. No, never mind. So, <laughs> so if you, I'm telling you, want, they're painting themselves into a corner, Chris. They're painting themselves into a corner. I'm telling you. Yeah. I'm telling and you. It's like, become, hey, write a book, but no, you can't talk about that. Um, no, you can't use those people. Ah, no, you can't do that. No, no, no. Just, what can I yeah, do? Just, well, um, why don't you make some stuff up? Okay. Which the expanded universe never had that issue. Um. So they just we just covered did Aftermath. We're going, to, yeah. we're going to be covering Lost Stars, so we're kind of covering new books. We've been covering new books a lot lately because there's been a lot released. Um, When's so the next, the Star Wars next uh, release, the next big, big book release coming? When's that? Yeah. Uh, that's probably going to be the uh, novelization. Oh, it <laughs> is? Oh, okay. Has that yeah. been announced? And in, 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 Do they have yes, an author? It's, Dean, it's Alan Dean Foster. Oh, my God, the that king, guy's that guy has been writing adaptations. How yeah. old is he now? He's 103. Okay, all right. So there's <laughs> there's Alan Deed Foster, and then there's George R. R. Martin just under him. Okay, got it. All right. Yeah. Um. So we're we're, we're really uh, excited, and actually, that's why when Rico asked me to do this, I'm like, oh, good, I can talk about Star Trek because <laughs> I talk about Star Wars. As a matter of fact, I have a Star Wars book um, thing to attend tomorrow. Uh, to represent the podcast at a the library, they're doing a Star Wars Reads Day with the five hundred first is going to be there. It should that's be kind of great. Fun. Take some pictures, man, yeah. and uh, that's I, cool. Is that that must be a, 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 a like a thing that's happening across the country? That's not just I believe a, so. Okay, yeah, all right. So, are they having uh, any special release tomorrow, or did they just pick a day to sort of celebrate all the recent books? There's or? so many new books. There's like been a book. I mean, like this year alone, you had well, Tarkin came out at the end of last year. Oh God, yeah. And then you had, which was not a great one, unfortunately. It just it just was not great, like it should have been. But this year you had the Luke Skywalker book, um, which I forget which the name escapes me right now, which was in the first person. Um, very interesting book. It was book. called and Luke Skywalker and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. That's the one where... Okay. And then it's a long title, have... if I remember. It is a long title. <laughs> it's like the Lost City of whatever. There was, yeah, there was Dark Disciple, which was an Asajj Ventress uh, store, wrap-up story from the Clone Wars, which is excellent. And then we have Aftermath, Lost Stars. There's been a couple others that are, again... Oh, Lords of the Sith was in between there, too. Lords yeah. of the Sith, which was yep. a... Uh, 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 Palpy and Vader's uh, excellent adventure. They don't just dance. Uh, it's not like Lords of, Lord of the Dance, or 
No, there was no there was no uh, step dancing. It was oh. it was just uh, Sith Sithness. They had a real Sith dance. Vader dance. Oh, he's crying now. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, we're pretty we're pretty honest reviews. We 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 if we love something, we yeah. Love you guys it. do a great we, job. Star Wars stacks, man. It's it's yes, it's a lot so. of fun. Always uh, always great to listen and uh, and Star Trek is not is never far from our mind when we're doing when we're doing our show. We actually did a whole episode where we talked about Letter Nemo and stuff. So. We 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 kind of still kind of put our toe in other stuff. Oh yeah, but. well I know all of you, and and of course I you know we we've all all I I don't really run into a lot of people anymore that or maybe you do. You've told me about it I think before, but I think because I know more people these days than ever before who like both. It yes. blows my mind when I run into somebody who like goes, yeah, I I, I only watch like uh, Star Wars movies. I've never watched an episode of Star Trek. I'm like really. Really, or the other way around, even you know, I, yes, I just that is I, weird. I'm just like I, I just I just can't put it in my head. They're both so much fun in different ways, but um, but yeah. Anyway, it's it's weird to me when somebody's so myopic. It's like oh, I just want this. Well, like thing. this friend of or this co- not friend really, maybe a coworker of my brother-in-law who says I've never seen any of the Star Wars films. I'm like. How is that even possible? For one, they like were on accident. like Spike TV for a, like a year straight. For one thing, um, and other he's channels, just, he's know. doing it on purpose. He's doing it on purpose. Yeah, I, I mean, it's do you like not? Are, is your not curiosity peaked at all? I mean, billions of dollars of everything, and really, you're not even want to pop one in one night when you've got two hours to spare i i just don't get that at all you know it's like uh, and there's some and there's also some really great star trek books out like he was talking about atonement there's a new one by greg cox who's great called child of two worlds it's a spock book when he was a little bit younger yep yep uh, they, they're still putting out some pretty good trek stuff and they just announced so, speaking of that and i and throw this in here they just announced the um they did a series of books star trek called star trek new voyages uh, mm-hmm. Over the years, that were written by more or less fans uh, who submitted stories, and they picked you know whatever they you know the publishers thought was the good stuff, and put it in a book. And well, they're doing it again. So go over to StarTrek.com. They've got some details. I put a little post in the Facebook group about it. Uh, so if you ever you know for all those little fan boys and girls out there who say I've got a Star Trek story that. Uh, you know, whoa, boy, I could do better than them. Well, write it down and send it in. It's a lot harder a than you. Th- it's a lot harder than you think. So. I wrote one fan fiction, and I think it was really excellent. Well, and, as I as I've said before, you know, we we used to write scripts and and, yeah. and do them, and we of course did a lot of stuff with Ready Room and and in the Arabella and our crew there with the forum and everything over the years. So we are we've we've all got we've got a lot of writing talent in the in the TSF family. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, so uh, you know, throw something together, give it a shot. Why not? Um, uh, probably not that great. <laughs> I just thought <laughs> it I sounds like a out. lot of work, and I'm kind of busy. Yeah, and, you know, like the sun was in my eyes. You know, yeah. I got to get my typewriter out of the closet, and you know, dust it off. I the, actually did yeah. it on a word processor. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a uh, I have two electric typewriters still, right. and uh, so anyway, I don't have a manual for- one, but. So, like, what we say on Star Wars stacks is that <clears throat> Star Wars fans are a dime a dozen, but the ones that read the books are the elite. So. They are. <laughs> they are the elite. And, uh, although, we'll see how it goes. I, I, I don't know. We'll, we'll talk off, off mic more, but yeah. uh, 
this this whole wiping everything out and starting over thing is uh, it's just sitting a little. It's like the whole we just talked about or we briefly touched on the whole comic book thing. It's just mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm gonna sound like an old fanboy, you know, but uh, it's just it's not quite my Star Wars universe right now. So. It's not my Star Wars books. Damn yeah, it. hashtag not my Star Wars. You know, like I listen to iFanboy, which is another great podcast about uh, comic books. And and there's one guy on there that I, I think I may have said this before, but he can't handle these new Star Wars comics. And, and uh, you know, he, yeah. he, he just can't handle it because of things that are happening in there that just shouldn't be happening. Yeah, so, I, I'm uh, on his side. So, I'm you know, side. I'm on his side, too, pretty much. Uh, so, uh, and, and they're just like, we're just like looking at these comics going, what? <laughs> So yeah, they're I'm they're not, almost like, they, like more more fan fiction ish, and they're almost yeah. more like other universe, like a a what if? Hey, what if Darth Vader and Luke met a lot sooner than they did in Empire? Sure, and like more than once, <laughs> and more than once. Hey, what if Boba Fett showed up too? And hey, what if you know? Come on, really? Yeah, because and this why is canon now. Okay, I could. I'm sorry. I, we'll let's end yeah. the podcast and we'll talk more. But yeah, we'll end. But <laughs> I, I will say that that's why you know I, that struck me that way too. Like when Luke is on a speeder bike with a lightsaber, the beer is really and, set in now. I think for me, yeah. So. And I had my my hard root beer. I guess <laughs> I don't know what to call it. But um, and yeah, he fights Vader with in it and. Really, in Empire, the reason that I think that that fight at the end works so well is that he's dreading it. Like, yeah. he's really afraid. Oh, of it's so good. Him. He's dreading it. He doesn't know what he's yeah. doing. He's only going there because his friends are in trouble. He's he. If he knew what he was facing, I mean, my gosh, you know. I, anyway, so. So yeah. So, hey, uh, thanks anyway. uh, yeah, so was, much, Chris. Star Wars Stacks. Uh, everyone should check it out. Great show. And thanks for listening to Trucks and Sci-Fi. There'll be a guest host next week. No idea who yet. I got to go <laughs> rattle some cages and bug some people. <laughs> I'll get someone. Uh, but uh, anyway, thanks for listening, everyone. Talk to you again soon. Bye. Say bye, Chris. Say goodbye. Take your crew okay. and go home. I'm going to take my Starfleet <laughs> crew and go home. All right. Talk Set to you again. For home number one. Engage. Make it so. <laughs> Janeway. Mm, Janeway. What are you doing here? Get me some Earl Grey. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Bye. You've been listening to the weekly podcast, Treks in Sci-Fi, with Rico Dosti. For more information, visit treksinsci-fi.com. Join the forums at treksinsci-fi.com slash forum. Dr. Beverly Crusher, I would appreciate an explanation. Yes, you should. Do you have a comment, a suggestion, or a question? Email Rico today at treksf at gmail.com. That's treksf at gmail.com. How much do you think that tells me about your character? Treks in Sci-Fi, the weekly podcast with geeky goodness and entertainment news. Copyright 2010. All rights reserved. I can assure you that I'm not given to casual relationships. Yes, you should. Goodbye.